Welcome back to Push Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. And we are back after a wild, crazy, Mr. Toad's wild ride of a race in Silverstone. British Crumbery Grand Prix did not disappoint. It, no. It was by far the most exciting race we've had all season. I I just didn't know we were going to get fireworks, literal fireworks on the track this race. And holy shit. I From didn't start even to know. finish. Like we didn't even really start. It barely nope. started. We didn't even get through the first turn and shit's just like popping off. Legit popping off. I made myself some brekkie sitting at the counter. I go in, I'm the lights out, and away we go. And I I dip my head down to put a bite of food in my mouth. And I was like, what did I just miss? Like I everything. I, you missed it. Everything. Miss. And it took forever for the replay to come back. And I was starting to get a little nervous. I well, was like, obviously, I think that's what we knew. We knew something had to be bad when well, first off, when George ran out of the car, I knew something had to be off because I was at first like, did George, is, is he afraid his car is going to catch fire? And then I'm like, no, he's not afraid. And they wouldn't show that replay. And I was like, if he is getting out of the car and sprinting out, then something, something bad, bad happened. And I was having this so, conversation with Dan and he was like, I can't believe they're not showing this. I'm like, it can't be that good. If, if they're not showing the replay, he's like, Shannon, I watched a man get caught on fire in real time and they didn't leave that scene. I was like, mm, in what race? Good point. 2019. Roman what, like, Remember? Well, I think that's why they don't show it anymore. Well, they didn't like, I remember him being like, Oh my God, I think I just saw somebody die on TV. Right. And I, and like, I think oh, that ahead. they're like, we're not going to try we can't and do that again. People yeah. <laughs> dying on TV. I think that's the plan yes. is to le- show less people dying on TV. That would be, you know, much appreciated. Um, but okay, so we didn't even mention it, but it's obviously Zhou Guan Yu, George Russell, big. I mean, the crash that has been seen, I feel like, around the world. Oh um, and cannot believe, actually cannot believe that he was back doing like interviews at the end of the race. Like, not a scratch on him. He didn't even seem like rattled. Uh, I would have been rattled. He was dragged so far across the uh, across the track on top of his head i mean praise be for the halo oh my god the halo is by far the most important part of that car i mean i fight me on that like it's just it saves so many lives and it clearly saved joe's life this weekend have you seen the pictures of the um, wedged between the wall well yeah that is terrifying but the, the one of like the scrape along the road, like the in like the asphalt where no. the halo has like left an indention. And it, I mean, you obviously it's working. It's working. Yeah. But I was like, Whoo. but when I finally saw like what happened and what that looked like and like the wedging of him in the wall, I was like, how the fuck is this guy alive? Like the views from the cow. fans, like the stands where he rocketed towards are insane like the, yeah. those people's view can you imagine sitting there and then all of a sudden it starts flying towards you too yeah. um crazy terrifying also at the same time alex albans in a whole twist up he didn't end up coming back to the race he had to go to the hospital to yeah. be checked out and then protesters on the track which they didn't show those either but protesters on the track and also with cars on the track 
hey, protesters, let's not jump out in front of cars driving 150 miles an hour plus. Yeah. Like, I'm, let's not. I get that you're passionate. I get that you want to stand for something, but this isn't how you're going to get changed. This is how you're going to have mass destruction on a track. And, and also, how, where the hell was the security to let? There was like 15 of them. And like, I get were, one person making it through. Yeah. And maybe even two. But they like had a whole brigade. I want. Do you think there might have been like an inside person helping with that? Because like, how do you Seb, get fifteen? Do you mean Seb? Do you think Seb <laughs> cut a hole in the fence? Do you think Seb cut a hole in the fence? No, I don't think Seb cut a hole in the fence. <laughs> <laughs> I think Seb was just was trying to protect people's lives. Oh, of course, like, Seb is protecting people at all costs. I'm. He just knows saying. it's a dumb idea to run into a racetrack while there's a race. Maybe he was like, guys, do it before the race, and they didn't get the yeah. memo. I don't know. I mean, that just, that's terrifying too. I'm like, people get off the track. There are better ways. There's just better ways you could do it. It was carnage. Yeah. First lap was just wild. <sighs> I was already unwell. And then we were like, okay, we're going to have to do this. Let's do this again. Let's round up the troops. We lost what three cars in the first. Yes. Lap. Out like before the first turn, even. Yeah. I'm like, geez, oh, Pete. And I let, okay, we're going to go back to this first lap because. You Are you going to read the rule book for us? Not yet. I don't oh, okay. think there's a rule I need to, to go back to. Oh, I to. thought you were going to totally reference the rule where they didn't um, put them in the, they put them back in starting. Order. Oh, they put them back in starting order because they didn't make a complete Make a full lap. lap. Yeah, yeah. So it's just resetting. It's not an actual yeah. restart. I know. It's not a rolling restart. Yeah. On the interwebs were upset about this. Very upset. Actually on the group chat was like, Shannon, can you chime in on the confirmation of this? Like, what is this? And I was like, oh, oh I forgot about the group chat. I need to get yeah. back on the group yeah, chat. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. You really should get in the group chat. It's I think time. that I turned off like the notifications one time because I was you behind. Watching it, I was, yeah. yeah. It's and not then, fun to do when you're not watching it live. Well, it was that one, the one race that was at like uh, two in the morning or whatever. And mm-hmm. I turned off the notifications on that one. And I think I just in my yeah. full ADHD state, just never turned them back on. So we'll thanks pop for back rem- in because it's super fun. And uh, thanks for reminding me about that. The ladies over there were like, uh, this is a question for Shannon Kessler. Do you know the rules on this? <laughs> I'm like, sure do. Hang on. <laughs> um, but the at the start of this race, you know, you have Carlos in P1, Max in P2, Checo P3. Is that who? In uh, yes, I believe so. so. But the way Lewis Hamilton maneuvered oh, God, that yes. start. He did. He had a great start. I was like, I mean, he was playing leapfrog with like nobody else even knew he was there. It was like, ding, 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 ding. he did have a great start. Oh, it was beautiful. I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, outside of thinking the lucky stars that Joe's OK and that Alex was OK, I was like, I don't want to restart this race because we're not going to see that <laughs> that coming from P5, the way that he just whipped into P3. That won't happen again in this restart. But. I mean, but then he did. He took a, I mean, he had a great restart too, though. Yeah, he did. The, the second one was okay, but it was like that first one was poetic. I was like, oh, this is I think he started even farther back. I was in P5. Yeah. What's I'm saying? I thought you said he was in P4. No, 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 no. Sorry. He was in P5. If I said that, I said that out of, I was wrong. <laughs> it's P5. <laughs> um, but it was great. It was beautiful. I loved it. And I was like, God bless. This is. This is Lewis in his also Max had a Max had a great start too. And I get why like Red Bull fans were a little peeves because he did have a great start and he's a much better starter than Carlos Sainz. He prefers P2 if you're gonna have a starting position because you because he has a better chance of using drag 
to get around. Yeah. He's a great starter. He's a great starter. He's a great starter. He's a great driver. He's a great driver. But <clears throat> it's not his day. Oh, no, it wasn't angry, his day. We had angry Max on the, on the mic. He came, he ran over some carbon. His car got all fucked up. Yep. Tires he was just having crazy. lots of troubles. Floor goes crazy. Well, and Checo's car had all the troubles too. Him and him and Charles had a little dust up as well on the mm-hmm. restart. Yep. And Charles just was like, we're going to ride out. We're going to stay, stay through, stay the course. Let's just go. And Sergio was like, nope, we're going to, they're going to, we're going to rebuild the car. And he went, <laughs> they did show like a very, like the graphic when he was going back was just like, bloop, 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 bloop. they put the picture up inside <laughs> yes. the like standings and just watched him fall all the way to the bottom. But I mean, justice for Checo though, because he took that car from, from the P16. bottom 16. He was yeah. in P 16 at his lowest point and drove like, like he does a champion Red Bull car. Like <laughs> I was like, Oh, snap. Thing. I mean, whew. I mean, this race just had, it had everything. There was it, so it, much it, racing at the end. Like there was so much tight racing. There was restarts. There was yeah, like then we had, we had the yellow flag come out, tightened everybody back up again. Totally fucked up my dude. Okay. We got to talk about, we got to talk about Charles. Let's talk about Charles. I'm about to stage a formal, I'm about to stage a protest. I'm about to get in your suitcase. Shannon's going to Italy tomorrow. I'm about to get in your suitcase. I'm about to take my sign. I'm about to show up at the Ferrari offices with a sign that says justice, justice, Poor Charles, because what the fuck, Mattia Ferrari strategist, what is this bullshit that you keep serving up to Charles on a silver plate? It's absurd. They have dicked him over on strategy one too many times. And I saw Charles, he was like, I'm not having it anymore. Not having it. And I, This is what I don't get. Like, how is the plan not clear for the two drivers, because How even is, there, because like even on the radio cars, it's like, what do you want me to do? What should I be doing? Like, and then they did the free to fu- first off. They're like, you have okay. They were there's a few times where they're backed up to each other. At one point, like the first time they're behind each other, they basically Charles is like, he's holding me up. I can go around him. Yeah, and they're like, okay, we're gonna give him a chance to go under like. 132.9. And he's like, okay, whatever. So they do this whole lap. He doesn't beat it. So they finally let him go around. The next time this happens again, they're like, you're free to fight. So then they're like going head to head. Then they're like, we take it back. We're not free to fight anymore. We need him to do this time on a lap. I mean, it's the biggest bunch of nonsense. Somebody needs to be a little bit more decisive in Camp Ferrari. And they need like, say what you say about Red Bull, but they make a decision and they stick with it. And mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm about done with this waffling over in the I, Ferrari camp. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it, you've got two really talented drivers. I mean, in, in all honesty, maybe they just wanted, they're like, listen, if Carlos is going to win a race, this is what he's going to win. Right, and maybe they, that. now they've, they've shuffled it. And now like Carlos has got to win. We can move on and now we can focus on Charles. Like, I really don't know what the game plan is. And I'm pretty sure Ferrari but, doesn't know what the fucking game plan is either. Well, that's I'm what I'm like, saying. Like, they don't know the game plan. They have clearly not told the drivers the game plan. Mm-hmm. Like, if the plan was to, like, let's get Carlos this win, then fine. But you got to tell Charles. And also, the tire strategy, we went to the yellow flag and uh, Red Bull and Ferrari both pit. They pit Carlos, but they don't pit Charles. Why the fuck not? Why do we not put Charles on the soft tires? I don't know. With he 20 was laps to go. struggling on those hards. 
pissed. He would have won if they had switched his tires. I said what I said. Also, I love Carlos. Justice for Carlos will have a whole la- like live, laugh, love session for Carlos at the end of this. But that was Charles's race to win. And he was, and he's the better driver. And he's the better driver. I said what I said. He's the better driver. I said what I said. But I do love Carlos, and I'm very happy for him. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, ooh, this one stings so much. But it's just it's a bunch of nonsense. We had a great opportunity. We got Max farther down. Like, here's a chance we're going to get all the points back. At, like, the fact that we didn't even have a double Ferrari podium is on Ferrari. If they had pitted Charles, we would have had a double Ferrari podium. There was a moment when we were going into, I don't know what turn it was, but all of a sudden is when Max runs, like his tire goes crazy. And then like the floorboard happens and then he just starts to sink back. And then we're getting a Ferrari one, two, and then you had Lewis in third. And I was like, am I psychic? Am I psychic? Did I call this? Because I was like, (laughs) didn't I say this on the pod? We were going to have a massive crash which we did. And then we're not going to get Max in the podium this race. Like something's going to happen. I think he might DNF. And like the pettiness between me and Max is, is strong. And you guys know this. My oldest daughter and I are legit holding each other, jumping up and down. being Like he's not going to win. Okay. Tears of happiness because Max is no longer able to push forward. We're like, yes. Then all of a sudden you see Lewis just coming out being like, Zoom, this is my house. I'm going to defend it like I can. And then motherfucking Esteban Ocon, I-, I can't with you. I can't with you. Because if you didn't have that issue with your car, we wouldn't be a safety car. And I'm pretty sure Sir Lewis Hamilton would have taken the cake at Silverstone. Oh, you think he would have won? I 100% believe Lewis would have won that race. Had Agreed it not to been disagree. For the cake. Agreed because to disagree on that. Th- that all, and, and this is what happens. Like the only thing Red Bull needed to, to close that gap was, was time. Safe, yeah. And what gave him that time? A safety car. Well, the and safety if car always is, fucks it up. Like, it always fucks up my boy. <laughs> well, I was already convinced that at the end of the race, it was just going to be like Charles was going to be ahead. And then Lewis was going to swoop over at the last minute again, just like last year. So I was already resigned to that, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't expecting the extra like, Push the from hit. Red Bull. The, the knocks. Yeah. No, I was oh. the knocks from the team. Oh, from the from team. From the team. Yeah. Also, on the day that Charles's brother won, Archer won. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just is mm, no. I was. I'm. I'm unwell with the Ferrari strategy. Unwell. Un- I'm with you on that. Well, I I fully support your your breakdown and your heartbreak for what happened. For Charles, what continues to happen to Charles? That's what I'm mad about. One time is fine. Two times. Okay. Three times. We're making mistakes that need to be fixed. People. I I agree with that. I do agree with that. But what I do want to do and give a moment of well-deserved applause. Yeah. Applause for sweet chili pepper because smooth operator. Smooth operator did it. He was so happy. I mean, just the amount oh, he of, was so like, joyful. He wrapped himself in the Spanish flag. I was like, yes. I was so happy for him. Do you know he is the second Spaniard to win a race? Do you know who the first one was? Fernando Alonso. Fernando Alonso. Yeah, of course I know them. 
Also, did you know he's the sixth driver with car in his name to win a Formula I One? I did race? see that. And I was like, wait, that's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite fun fact. Like those are the dumb things that I just love. But yeah, I did see that he was the second Spaniard. Also, oh. speaking of Fernando Alonso, he had a great race again. Fern- yeah, he did. Justice, I, I, I mean, like, I know you hate him, but justice for Fernando Alonso. That is one of those, like, I mean, as soon as I see him coming up and I'm like, no. Oh, he's just going to, he's just there to just mess <laughs> it up. Um, oh. Also loved Mick Schumacher and uh, Max Verstappen going toe to toe in that like six, seven, eight section. Was there a part of you that thought Max was going to try to take out Mick? Uh, no, but there was a part of me that definitely thought Mick was going to get around Max. I did too. I, we were also jumping up and down with joy being like, Max. I mean, I just didn't know that that was the feud that was going to set my heart on such. Oh, I, I was it. like, oh my God, when am I watching? And I could watch this all day. <laughs> also great race for Mick. Oh, like, double points for us. Like, I know. And it was his first race scoring points. So I'm so thrilled for him. Just a great race for him. Just so Love good. that. Okay. I think, you know, Seb was probably so proud of him. I mean, I know Seb was so proud of him. His dad is probably so fat, proud of him. You know, yes. it just makes it warmed my heart a little bit. Oh, it was so great. Did you see the, um, the pictures? I think it's Gina. His mom is Gina of like Mick's doing an interview in the paddock and his mom just comes by with champagne, like in sprays. Mick. Oh, no, but I love that. <laughs> so cute. I was like, oh, my I God. love that. It was great. So we, we got, you know, uh, Carlos wins. We have was Isa there? I didn't get to watch. No, Isa was race. not there. She was oh, how not dare. there. I mean, she's busy, um, but she she's so cute. She posted a pic like she took the picture from her phone from the TV like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, that's oh so she's cute. one of us. She's one. Exactly. She's one of us. She's one of us. And then we have Checo in P2, Sir Lewis in P3. And I, I will that tell for you, Sir Lewis. I love that so much. And I'm going to give you a fun little fact um, that Lewis now holds a record of being the driver that has the most podiums at Silverstone, which That's what I thought 13, I saw that. Yeah. No driver has achieved that in any other circuit. That's crazy. That is crazy. Also, and he's we- the first driver to lead a lap in 16 consecutive seasons. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I was happy to have Lewis back at, at the top again. It feels great. And you it know, it's super great seeing the proudest papas I've ever seen in my life when Checo's dad and Lewis's dad are hugging each other side by side, uh, big happy faces on both of them. And I'm just like, this, this is what, is what it's, it's about. about. Take notes, guys. This is what it is. Did you see the pictures of um, Sergio Perez's dad with Tom Cruise? Because they always oh say God, that yes. I, they're like the same and they're like, look. <laughs> so I did love that too. Also love that there was so many stars there. We had all the footballers. We had Tom Cruise. Oh, we had so Keanu many Reeves, footballers. Yes. Um, star-studded event. Okay. Also, since we're talking about Mercedes, justice mm-hmm. for George Russell. Okay. Like he was trying to save, like how to save a life, like how to save a life. Yeah. He was putting his like home race doing great. His streak of top five finishes because he put it on the line. Like, I think this is one where we want to be like, this is a clear, like we can, when we not have the stewards meet like a little council and be like, we're going to give them the, like, let them get back in the car and drive. There's no reason for him not to be able to drive again. Well, because the rule is, I know there's a rule. There is a rule and the rule states that if you can't, if your car has to have assistance to get off the track, you cannot drive it. When he got out of his car, 
to go run and check on a man who just flew into a barrier. George being George, sweet George that he is. Did you just hear that? She just said sweet. I did. I'm going to, I'm going to have a moment in a minute. Um, and when he comes back, he tries to start the car and it doesn't start. And that's why they're like, sorry, George. And he's like, but I was trying, I was checking the life of a human being. Can I please? And they're like, sorry, these are the rules. And it's like, come on, FIA, like, come like we can make a, if we're going to do random rule changes in the middle of the last race of the season last year, we can let George start the car back up, especially because we went like, I get if they couldn't get it back into the garage, like into the garage in time to restart the race. Like if he's not there when it starts back, then fine. But at least give yeah. him a chance. Yes, I agree. I agree with all of that. Um, and I do think that that you're coming around about George Russell. I am, and this was the race for me because, like, I like my heart broke for George. Like he was so excited. Silverstone, England. Yeah, it's his home race. Great Britain was so excited to have George in here. Mercedes, in Mercedes, his first race in Mercedes. Like this was his time. This was it, and he was so excited. And I feel like he just got dicked over just because it's him. like George being George, being a nice guy. And he's. Did like, you hear guys? Did you guys hear that again? George being George, being a nice guy. I just want. Can we like harken back to a few episodes when she's just like throwing him under the bus like yeah. a, like a villain? I have officially this she's race turned the corner. Life I've, comes at you fast, guys. I'm at the apex, guys. I'm rounding it. I'm in it, and I'm uh, I'm gonna speed through the speed trap on this one because he really got me in this one, and I feel I feel I feel for him. I just think that they should have easily been like we're gonna you have to get your car ready and back in like in time to hit the restart. But if, if you can do that, then like, let him race. I don't know. Make him start from the back. Like who cares? I mean, you had time at the restart, you know, that Mercedes garage would have been like, we got this car, but we can put this back together. No problem. If if Red Bull's like redoing half of Sergio's car in a pit stop, they could easily do it in like 10 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I did. This was another missed opportunity. Um, my husband, when they put the the blanket over the Mercedes car, it was like the the cloak of death. It's like it's done. It's He's like, why is that not logoed? And I was like, it's a good point. Why is that not logoed? What, maybe <laughs> was it an FI or was it a was it in Mercedes or was it like I don't know. I don't know who puts the cloak over it, but either way, like it probably should have a logo on it. And I was like, hmm. you would think they logo everything else. Yeah, they, I mean, throw it on everything. Yeah. So I am justice for George. I do feel bad for him. And officially you guys, this is, this is today, July 5th, 932 AM market. Janet Kessler is a fan of George Russell market. I, did you guys see that? I posted that picture of him signing the blanket <laughs> of his face. And I was like, I'm getting this for Shannon. And at first it was a joke, but now I guess it's a, it's an actual heart. No, we don't, gift we don't that she would okay, love. pump the bricks. I don't need a George <laughs> face blanket. I'm not going to wrap myself up in that at any point in my life. However, I appreciate being. Maybe you will. (laughs) Maybe you will. Never say never. Only a few short weeks ago, you were, you know, over here cussing him. And now you're, you're on the thing. So who knows? You could be wrapping yourself in a blanket of George by season's end. I don't think you should rule it out. Probably not. not. Don't rule it out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Shannon wants me to talk about undercutting. Yes. Since that played a big role in this race for one sweet, sweet Charles Leclerc, justice for Charles, uh, undercutting. We went to talk about this in the tire episode, which I'm glad so many of you enjoyed the tire tire with a Y episode. Yes. 
We've gotten um, so much feedback on the tires with the Y and like, guys, I'm, I'm glad that you share or that we could share some, you know, excitement and passion for tires. <laughs> yeah. And so if you haven't listened to tires with Y yet, go back after this episode, just let it roll right into that one. And you can, mm-hmm. uh, check that episode out too, but undercutting is a strategy. It's related to the tires and it has, it really just threw a whole wrench, whole wrench in sweet Charles's, uh, game plan, but basically undercutting, and I'm going to explain this probably poorly, but I may read what somebody else wrote about it so that I can be a better, uh, steward of our, of our podcast and our pay crew. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so all with the current Pirelli tire, we talked about this in the last one that almost every race is a one or two pit stop race. Uh, now, I mean, in this one, did somebody pit three times because of the safety? Yeah, because the, well, actually this is, um, I believe, didn't the rebels come in and change the yeah. tires right out of the gate, which they were allowed yes. to do yeah, under yeah, the yeah. red flag. Yeah. And that's been, I mean, I think the biggest like person who's on, like that will probably be the hill that he wants to die on is Lando Norris. He hates that role. He's like, you shouldn't be allowed to change anything under a red yeah, flag. Yeah, and the red flag. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know if they'll ever change that, but. And one one of the key rules also is you have to pit, you have to change your tires once in a race, at least one time during that happened. Was that earlier this season or was it last season when, uh, Alex Albon, when Alex Mm -hmm. Albon was in, yeah. So, and he was like, just crushing it. And they're like, you got to come in and they're like, I could have finished this race and would have been able to finish higher in my points if I didn't have to come in and pit. But he had to get some his tire management that day was really on point. Really excellent. Um, so with the current Pirelli tires, almost all races are one stop or two stop race, thereby largely taking out of the equation, the earlier three pit stop strategies that brought more strategy into an F1 race day. Also, this is, there used to be more three pits because of the fueling. Mm-hmm. Now all the cars carry all their fuel when they start previously, I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember. I don't know um, exactly when that rule came into place, but that's a current a part of our current situation in the cars. Correct. So what does an undercut mean in F1? Undercutting involves a driver making a pit stop a few laps earlier than the car ahead of you. This ensures the driver has a fresher set of tires, which can help him overtake the worn out tires of his opponent. The lap times are quicker. And once he gets within one second of the opponent ahead, the DRS can which we already learned from our earlier lessons on the drag reduction system can help in overtaking. Once this happens, one could naturally expect the opponent to go for a pit stop of his own. The opponent would go for a fresher set of tires too, but if the gap is big enough by then he could end up behind the undercutting driver. It's a very tricky, tricky maneuver, but if done well, can yield the driver, the crucial track positions. So we, I feel like see this most often with, I think that Red Bull racing as the master of mm-hmm. the undercut. I think they do this to perfection. I mean, and honestly, when it comes to strategy, they do a really damn good job over there. And it makes me a little bit angry, but yeah. their tire management and strategy and like knowledge of their drivers and the car and how that all fits into a race is frankly superior than the majority of the field. I agree. Cause it's very rarely do they get it wrong. Yeah when it comes to tire strategy. I mean, you hear Max yelling, but it's usually about like a button not working on his car or like something happening with the car. It's very rarely about the strategy of where, like of what they've decided to do. Yeah. And I, and I do think that there's, there's, they've got to have a crew that just listens for 
other people's radio and it had yeah. clued in oh, on sure. like, the hieroglyphics of like, what are the code words for this? And, you know, like all of that kind of stuff. And then that helped them also create tire management against other people, other players yeah. on the grid. Right. 100% they have like Mercedes is on their radar as is Ferrari. Oh, for sure. And, like, they're, Everyone. You know, they're trying to navigate. And Fernando gonna... Alonso for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just Fernando. Not just a... Fernando Alonso. <laughs> yeah. So it, I think it's, they do an amazing job of that. Um, but it can also happen. So we see it once it happens with like, you know, driver in position in P1 and P2 and how they are, you know, in the top three or four positions on the grid and how you're going to manage that. But it can also happen with a team. And yes. we saw that this weekend with one Carlos Reinhardt and one Charles Leclerc. And it happened into the yellow flag. They brought in... They brought in Carlos and not Charles, which we all saw. And we all saw how that played out. And frankly, it's rude. <laughs> I mean, it worked. It, worked. it ended up working for Carlos. I mean, they won. I know, know. I just... know, I know, <laughs> I know. I just, I'm very upset that we missed a chance to close the gap in the, in the constructors, in the driver, not in both the constructors and the driver, but mostly the driver. This is a one-sided argument. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Charles still has to fight through Perez to get to Max. So, well, I know that, but he would have had a much better chance if he'd gotten a higher finish. 100% agree with you. Yeah. So anyways, this entire play is about track position. So once you get track position over your opponent, you can try and use your skill and psychological advantage, which that's a Max Verstappen, like superpower to good effect on the track. However, worn out tires toward the end of the race can cause a disadvantage. So the undercut, the the biggest key of an undercut is making sure you do it at the right time, Mm -hmm. that you do it early enough to have to gain a large enough advantage, but late enough that your tires still are in good condition to finish the race. You know, we talked about this on the episode tires with the Y about how the FIA has sensors on all cars or on all tires this year, which helps them see like you know, possible things that could, a tire could blow up or whatever. I imagine that they do, but I don't know this hundred percent. Do the teams have access to that information? Oh, I would assume I would imagine so because I think would. that I've heard on the radios them before being like, you're having like, we're seeing grading on your tires yeah. or we're like, we're getting us reading about something. I mean, I can't tell you exactly what it was, but I hear on like little, it's boop. Boop. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if they get to see that across the board on all tires. Oh, I bet you don't have access to everybody. I bet you just have your, your tires. Like, I don't think you get everyone's tires because that would be legally. Yeah. There's no way they can see everyone's tires. I mean, maybe there is. Well, yeah, maybe you can know. revisit He's... that next week. <laughs> uh, guys, if anybody knows a tire engineer in F1, we'd really like to speak with that. If anyone <laughs> just knows an engineer in F1, we would love to speak. Anyone who's worked in the garage in F1, mm-hmm. we would love to chit chat with them. Oh my gosh, that would we be would amazing. love to. Shannon would love to ask them so many questions. Now we know how much they make. So yeah. we know they're probably out l- living somewhere. Having the, the best time during the week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we need to start submitting some requests to just be like, could we get? I would love a female engineer too. It'd be so. Oh, great. I would too. Oh my gosh, yes. The um, the one for Alpine. Treat. Have you seen the Alpine Initiative? No. Oh, okay. I, wait, I posted this on our stories. Um, maybe last. Maybe I you know, have. Sometime. Maybe I haven't. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. Um, but they are like their initiative is to get more females 
into the sports specifically right. in the engineering and STEM yeah, yeah. Um, connection, but um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull it up now, but the, the name of it was really cute. Um, hold on. Um, on another note, um, yes. some, I'm just, you know, got dragged into some F1 uh, clickbait, but <laughs> <laughs> according to a former F1 world champion, Jacques Villeneuve, a Ferrari driver, Carlos Sainz will propel further into the ground with his first Grand Prix win. So predicting that this is going to propel Carlos into a new level. I say, I'm not so sure. I love him. I love him so much. Don't let it, don't get it twisted. Wow. Guys, I love hearing him. This? I'm hearing He's my second favorite driver, obviously always, I know, but, but the like, gap between first and second is big. You're trying to like kick him to the curb a little bit over here. Like, just well, I'm just very upset. You guys very oh, upset about what happened to Charles. And I don't think I can really celebrate Carlos in a way that feels right for Carlos with how they just, you know, you want, you want someone to win at the top. Like you want them to, I just don't think it was fair. I just don't think it was fair. <laughs> you just don't like that his teammate had to beat him. No, I don't mind his teammate beating him. I just don't you think don't, it was. You just, yes, you do mind that his teammate beats him. You I just, just don't think the, the strategy is bullshit. And you the strategy was not sound. The strategy wasn't sound. It was not sound. Sound for Ferrari, not for Charles. Uh, not sound for Ferrari. We could have had a double podium. It was our, it was our time. It was our time. Sorry, I just okay. you know. Okay, listen. Let's go back to the, back to the. Back to the. Sorry. It's okay. I mean, I'm not coming from a rational perspective here. I want um, everyone to know that, obviously. Clearly, I. But I know that there's me. I'm the most irrational thing that we have on the grid. It's totally fine. I but I know that there's other. Charles stands oh, out there yeah. that oh. agree wholeheartedly, but I love Carlos justice for Carlos too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. I get it. I understand. You, so you know, sometimes you just got to work through that. <laughs> we're, I'm working, that. <laughs> working through it on the pod. Okay. Back to the Alpine <laughs> initiative. No, I couldn't find it on here other than it's just, um, it's, it's great. And we're excited for that. And honestly, the Alpine admin is really stepping up their game. I think everybody's got their eyes on the Mercedes admin. It's like, how do I be more like that person? Because they were putting well, I think they're all so good that are really like the Fernando coming for everybody else. Meme. Have you, I, I posted that on our yeah. story. I feel like that one with Jason Momoa. I was like, this is great. I love this. Um, we, I mean, I know that like every LP, I mean, every Alpine, every admin, I feel like has, they, they know what they know who their people are, you know? Well, I mean, like, we're not getting any of that from Aston Martin. Like that's, no, the, I mean, that's, it's a beautiful like, aesthetic, but, but they're like, buttoned up and it's aesthetic and it's boring. It's pretty oh. to look at. Well, but so are the cars on the track. I mean, what are they supposed to do? Okay, you they're not right. given like, it's not like Lance Stroll's giving them a ton to work with. It's a great point. I'm just saying if it wasn't for Seb, nobody would be talking about Aston Martin. <laughs> I know. And all we're getting like, and it's mostly just Seb being like, I know guys, it's a mess. And so is the climate. Let's fix that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we have a better chance of, of, of curing climate change or not curing it, but like making steps towards <laughs> climate change than fixing this car. That's basically what Seb's doing. He's like, I got to direct my efforts where I can feel like I can actually be the most productive. And I think right. it's probably over in like, uh, equality, climate change, you know, <laughs> I totally agree that whole side of thing. He's like, I feel like my voice is better used there. Yeah. Okay. That checks out. Um, checks and just, and just as also for the Ferrari admin who gives us some spicy content. Yes. They give us spicy, but they also give us 
relatable. Like the ones where they like where Charles and Carlos are going back and forth, like having them say different words. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and just like the the it's cute, but it's funny. And like, and again, it's like getting to know their personalities and getting to know like putting your are, yeah. loyalty into a driver because their personalities allow you to like invest. I mean, I love this. I love it so much. And did we ever talk like, about the reel they did or the TikTok they did with Charles like laying down? And yes. The was over yeah. top. I mean, that was like, they're being, they're being a little provocative over there. <laughs> they're working with what they've got. They're like, we know what the people want. We're going to, this is specifically for the fangirls and fangirls. Speaking of fangirls, away. Yeah. we need to talk about the power of fangirls. I want to read that book. Yeah. I read an article about that this weekend and it was, it's interesting, but the, the amount of Concept. persuasion. Mm-hmm. Like basically just a background. The concept of it is that like, once you get girls like on board with something, they can like propel it to the next level, like the yes. power of fangirls. And this girl wrote a book about it based on like the power of it's based on the power of um, one direction fans. Yes. And which, how they were like able to globally change the trajectory of a band. And I was like, yeah, oh, this is really interesting. Um, but the amount of money that they create, the amount of space they create within a brand and the amount conversation. of conversation. Yes. Conversation and persuasion that they have. Like you want fangirls to dig their loyalty into your brand and let them propel it for you because we will do the heavy lifting as fangirls. AKA and us. <laughs> yeah. Like, hi, hi, here we are. Fangirls. We're ready to prepare yeah. your brand. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to read that book because it's basically also, there's a whole like Thing about how like fangirls kind of built the internet too like and you know like the rise of all these like niche communities is yes a huge part of that and it's kind of like very relatable to the f1 it, early yes, world absolutely i'm here for it like yeah. we, we know our power ladies we don't we've never second we never it. doubted it we never doubted, never it. doubted it we know <laughs> we're in on the joke we know <laughs> Um, other people may doubt it, but we don't, yeah, but we don't we know. We know. We know. It's fine. We can close out that chatter. It's fine. Um, when's our next race? Next I weekend, Austria. Oh, I thought we had a break and I was like, no, but no, I think we have like two or three more weeks until summer break. So it's coming. Summer break. What should we dive into on summer break? I don't know. We've already no. talked about tires. We got some more yeah. wags. We could probably hit up. Oh yeah. We've got like, a whole I think we should talk about like their summer vacay spots. Ooh, that's a great idea. Like drivers in the uh, drivers in the wild. Like what are, what are they all doing? <laughs> yes. What's when is Carlos inviting us to Mallorca? <laughs> you know he is like ready. Like oh, bag is packed. Down. Do you know how wild the parties are going to be now that he's got his first like GP win? Man. That family dinner table, that premium riche table is going to be having a feast. Do you know who we have not talked about not one time on this pod? Who? Cousin Valtteri? Carlos. Oh, I know. Okay. After P- Carlos got <laughs> P1 in qualies, after he got pole position in quali, I am here for the ESPN uh, cameraman or the producer who was like, cut to Cousin Carlos. Cut to Cousin Carlos. He's so happy. Like, Issa wasn't there. But cousin Carlos, so we need was. cousin Carlos. But they did it after his win too. Of like, course did they did. See, like, that was the first face you saw before you yes. Mateo's face. No, like, no. Cousin Carlos, <laughs> like yeah, they know. 
And he's got his like vest it's, on. Yes. His he- he's got his his, his uh, headset. headset on. He's got his vest. It's like a light sweater underneath layered with like a button down. I mean, first off, commit to a uniform the way co- cousin Carlos commits to one yep. and find someone who loves you the way cousin Carlos loves Carlos signs the chili pepper because exactly. we I don't think any of us have really found like you're lucky if you can yeah. find someone as devoted <laughs> it might borderline as uh you know slightly unhealthy obsessive. slightly obsessive but gonna make you feel good <laughs> you I wonder if Carlos like Carlos signs sometimes wants to be like please don't come but he like knows that it's like a single white female type thing and he like I also imagine that Carlos is like superstitious. Like I know we've had this conversation before, like Daniel Ricardo is not superstitious, but like other drivers are. Yeah. And I can imagine that Carlos Sainz is superstitious. So whatever he did this weekend, he's so, probably going to run back for the rest. So of the is not going to be allowed to come to any more races. <laughs> Maybe not. Oh Maybe no, not. that's yeah. not good for us. I know we love her. We love her. Her, her paddock looks are so oh. good. Everything, everything's well, flawless. We'll just have to get that at-home content from her. I don't. I know she's going to give us some premium Mallorca content, so I'm not worried. Yeah, that's true. Also, I mean, I think everyone here knows this, but Isis is girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if she you've been is, here before, you know. But in if my not, opinion, she's his the wag of wags. She is. I fangirl over her. Also, I follow several (laughs) fangirl accounts of Issa, not just Issa herself. (laughs) Every time I get onto the Push Push account, there's new Issa fangirl accounts that we're following. It's our feed is basically like news and Issa's outfits. (laughs) Yes. Don't hate it. (laughs) Don't hate it. Don't hate it. (laughs) Um, Speaking of our feed. Mm hmm. Y'all better be following us there at F1 Push Push on Instagram, at F1 Push Push on Twitter. I mean, at F1 Push Push Pod on Twitter and at F1 Push Push on TikTok, which we did have a, we had a little, dare I say we went viral. We need antibiotics, Shannon. We did. Oh, wait, are we at that? Are we, did we make the mark? Because we need. We got to 13K. Did we get to 13? Okay, awesome. So. I get super excited. Yes. These little video clips that we make of the pod are really fun. Um, but it just fills my social media heart so much because it's, it's original content, right? So like anytime you have an original audio and it goes out into the universe and people like it, I just like do high kicks. I love it so much because we're not using someone else's. We're not lip syncing. We're just doing original things. And the fact that this many people have really enjoyed our original content and enjoy us, I'm like, yeah, it thrilled us <laughs> thrilled us also love that it was for you know speaking out against the bullshit against yes, lewis so absolutely it was a win across the board unlike the british gp for me <laughs> yeah the british gp i mean listen no the british GP was actually great. a win and i had so many people who were like new f1 peeps to be like i watched the race race was amazing yeah like and i'm like come on Come, Come on, on in. Come, Come on, guys. It's We've been fun. waiting for you. Get on the chain. Yeah. But this race was 10 out of 10. It was a great time for people mm-hmm. to watch too. Like before you hit the pool. Yes. So much action. Had so much so overtaking. Much so much close racing. So and you many got, like. I feel like every possible season in one race. Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the weather in Silverstone. I was like. Oh, was, why is it so cold? Like, are they in jackets? Every like when Toto came on afterward and in his interview, he's in like the full Mercedes parka, and I'm like, it's, it's cold. cold, it's chilly out there. It's July. 
in England. I mean, last year people were melting. Like you had to like scrape them off the road. It was so hot. And this year they're like, nope, I need my jumper. (laughs) I feel like Silverstone is like Derby here. It's like the time Uh, where it's like, it could be like snowing or it could be like, you know, full on melting your face. You never know. You never know. Um, but yeah, so we, you know, we had a little moment, so I, we appreciate that everybody was, you know, digging the content and please share those. If like, even if you just want to like get the little snippets, just share them, send them to a friend, Mm -hmm. invite them along. If you had a friend watch the British GP, we had, I had some friends. I was like, oh, you're going to have to come on to get on the push, push. Now you're in the race. Yeah. It's time. It's a good time. Uh, so yeah, it's time to come over and follow. And if you would leave us rate review, you know, leave us a little note, we would be happier than Lewis and Checo's dad aside the podium. We would be just, Shannon and I'll be arm in arm around each other, just beaming at the comments together. (laughs) Find a more proud duo. I'll wait. Um, next week's episode, we're going to try and make sure it gets out after the race. Shannon is going on her, uh, European (laughs) holiday. She's going going on on holiday holiday, guys. (laughs) It's her summer break. Um, so she's going to be abroad. She's going to be in Rome and then Croatia, just living her best life, but we're going to try and conquer the time divide and make yes. sure we get our race out next we'll week. get you something we don't know what you're gonna get but you'll get something from us i promise we will not be boxing <laughs> we will be push pushing, push pushing. <laughs> so until next time push push <laughs>